How's it going, everyone? My name is Ryan Dozer. I'm the co-host here at the Marketing Quacks podcast with my co-host, Daniel Lynch himself. Daniel, what's going on? What's going on, guys? It's a pleasure to be here. Looking forward to talking about Marketing Quacks and giving some unbiased truth about digital marketing, SaaS, and the reality of being a marketing consultant in 2023 and 2024. So I'm looking forward with my boy Ryan here. We've got some great stories to share, unbiased opinions, and most of all, I'm looking forward to just opening up about my experiences that no one talks about, the truth about what it is to be a digital marketing agency, and what it is actually like to do things right when you see others being a marketing quack. Yeah, for sure. And just some quick background, if you guys are new to the show, obviously this is the first episode. Daniel and I work together. We run a digital marketing agency called Empathy First Media. Uh, we are well-versed in all areas of digital marketing, paid search or pay-per-click in general, SEO, website development. And we've recently took a big undertaking in PR or public relations has been our big new service as well. Um, some clients that we've worked with in the past, our, our big you know, high-ticket clients are in the medical industry, but we do work with clients in various industries. Um, and really what we found kind of getting these clients from previous marketing agencies was kind of the, I guess, the influence of us to start this podcast, right? Is that, you know, we've had various clients that got screwed over by these big marketing agencies charging 10 grand a month in revenue. And so Daniel and, Daniel and I came together and thought, you know, why don't we share some of our experiences and maybe get our message out to the world and maybe someone will pick up on, hey, is my marketing agency charging me too much? How do I know what to look for and things of that nature? Yeah. And, and if you guys are familiar with the word quack, the reason that I thought this was appropriate for a podcast was that by definition, a quack, you know, is the sound that a duck, a duck makes, right? So the quack, 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 right? And in the medical space, that is the name that is given to medical practitioners who are fraudulent or an ignorant pretender to have a medical skill. And so what I've learned is that a lot of doctors who don't perform things properly, they're called quacks, right? Because they're doing things outside of their scope or they're ultimately causing harm on society by practicing medicine and causing harm to their patient. And so I do not associate myself with quacks, but I felt it very appropriate that when you look at the marketing agencies in 2023 that are charging five, 10, 15, $25,000 monthly retainers, and then you go in there and they don't even have their Google Analytics on GA4 when it's sunset in July. You look at their HubSpot that, they, of course, they got a commission because they're a partner, but they didn't do their due diligence for the client. And what you find is just like patients who go to doctors and that they don't know what's wrong with them. They don't know what to do. They're looking to an expert. The same thing is true about the average business owner who contracts a big marketing agency and they're left to fend for themselves and that they're like, hey, we're stuck in a contract. We're paying all this money out every month and that they don't know what's going on with their business and they feel very handcuffed. They feel held back. Their website may be hosted on the, the agency's hosting. The agency may have control of their domain, all their digital assets, and they feel completely handcuffed, right? And so the goal of this podcast is I want to expose those people. I will not name them. You'll never be able to know exactly what agency, what platform, but I'm hoping that you ask yourself the question, am I working with a marketing quack? Am I working with an agency who does not have my best interest? Because in the current economic times where we don't know what's going on, it could be World War III, it could be the economy is collapsing, right? There's a lot of volatility and uncertainty in the economy. And 
in those times, you need a strategic digital marketing lead generation partner. And at Empathy First Media, what I pride myself on and my team on is that there's nothing really outside of our scope. We'll usually help clients out. If it's a lot of time and effort and resources, we'll let them know. And usually they'll give us an increase in our retainer or our budget. But I have no limitations to let them know my unbiased opinion of when they're not running their business properly, which is why we also offer consulting. And I will tell you this, that a majority of the marketing agencies that if you talk to them about consulting or going things outside their scope, they're going to hit you for a reporting add on and charge you all this extra money. And I'm like, hold on, let me get this right. So you're charging the client $10,000 a month with a 20% add on for management fee to manage their $50,000 budget. And they're not getting results, but yet you tell them that in order to get results, you need to have more money for a reporting add-on. And I'm thinking, how hard is it to just link up analytics to uh, Looker Studio, to Databox, use HubSpot? You're already charging them for HubSpot $2,000 a month, getting paid on that. Why would you not go above and beyond for the client when they are struggling, hemorrhaging money? It, they are spending an exponential amount of money, but guess what? You could tell them you got conversions on Google AdWords, right, Ryan? So what are your thoughts sure. on conversions? Is that a vanity metric or is that something that actually moves the needle? Yeah. yeah, and in the big case of all these big agencies, it's a case of you don't know what you don't know. A lot of these clients that we've worked with, they don't even know what to look for. They just, they trust the agency's expertise that they're saying, we got 10 conversions, we got 50 conversions. Look at the cost per click. Look at all these impressions that we got you. Look at the click-through rate and all these things that don't actually matter without tracking an actual CRM database of leads or conversions or e-commerce sales or whatever the conversion action is. Um, so I think one of the biggest, you know, signs of a marketing quack, and we'll get into this, you know, maybe top three to five signs of what classifies as a marketing quack. I'll start with me. I think one of the biggest signs that defines a marketing quack is if they're not transparent with their reporting, like we just talked about. We've dealt with a big agency in the past. We won't name who they are, but we'll hint at them a lot in, in the series of this podcast. Um, but one of the big flaws that they had was the transparency of their reporting. They were not tracking accurate conversions that came through. They would submit, you know, hey, we had 50 conversions to the client every week, but the client didn't know whether to verify were these actual conversions and they had to trust. It's like the blind leading the blind. They had to trust just what they said. So I think number one would be transparent reporting. What, in your opinion, what would be another sign of a marketing quack? Yeah, a marketing quack is also someone that says they've done something and to trust them, but they did not do their due diligence to understand everything there is to know about that topic or what that service or what they're doing. An example of that would be, um, you know, an agency that's on the front page of Google. If you type in digital marketing agency, okay, they've won every award known to man, but let's go through that really quick. Up city Captera. Yeah. Uh, what are the other ones? Yeah. And, and here's the deal. Some of those platforms guys, we're not knocking on up city and Captera, but you know, it's about getting reviews and everybody knows that in marketing, and a lot of clients will base everything off of reviews. But guess what? How do you know how legitimate those reviews are? And what I can tell you is I've worked with another local agency here that has hundreds of reviews online. But if you go to Reddit and I, 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 I challenge everybody listening to this, type in the name of the agency you're working with, review Reddit and go read the unbiased truth about them. Right. That all these this one agency has about 400 reviews on a couple of platforms, I think it is. And on Reddit, their former employees have said they're all from India and fake and that they hired a super legitimate review generation service to make them, right? And that you don't get what you pay for, right? And the, the challenge 
with this is, is that you just don't know until you're in there and then you're handcuffed, right? And that's why personally, Empathy First Media, I never lock clients in the contracts. I never handcuff them and I've never lost a client at the same time, right? Because I believe that your work should speak to the, to the intent, the integrity, the, the, the beauty of marketing and science. And am I perfect? Is my team perfect? No, we've all made mistakes. We've all done things we could have done better. But I will tell you that when clients look at what they're paying us, I have historically undervalued myself and my team and I've over delivered. And so even if I drop the ball, they say, Daniel, you guys are killing it, right? You know, you're, you know, and I look at what other agencies are charging and I'm a third, a fourth, a fifth of it. And I'll go in there and school those agencies, right? And going back to my example of what is an example of a marketing quack of that they're doing something that they're like, trust me, I know GA4, I know HubSpot, right? Well, I'll use an example. We had a client that was running high ticket AdWords campaigns. They were charging $10,000 a month with a 20% management fee. And the, the client was like, wow, like, this is the best it's going to be, I guess, is 289 CPL, 275. And I said, something just doesn't seem right, guys, right? You're spending all this money and I'm looking at HubSpot and nothing is integrating properly. And our account manager at the other agency was like, Daniel, you need to stop it, right? You got to trust me. This is done right. It never works with HubSpot and AdWords converting, like, and would send me these videos proving. So I said at some point, you know what? I'm just going to, I'm just going to, I'm going to fucking go for it, right? I'm going to tell you the honest truth, right? And what I discovered was so concerning to me that it is what inspired this podcast because this agency for a year, 12 months, right, was saying, we got this. And I have no access to their unbounce page. I have no access to all of their integrations. That's what they do. And were were they getting some results? Sure. They were getting enough results where the client wasn't going to ask the serious questions. Yeah. But, you know, Ryan, when we go through the rabbit hole, the first thing that we identified and I challenge everybody this, right? If you think you're working with a marketing quack, here are a couple of things you can do to see if they <laughs> quack, 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 right? So the first thing I did is I looked at their AdWords of what search terms are we bidding on? They had never historically actually done negative search terms. So the client was hemorrhaging money with all these search terms. And when we cleaned it up, right, the first thing we noticed was that there was a bunch of keywords that were completely irrelevant, right? So for example- The big one was lawsuit. We had a high ticket medical client in this store you're talking about. One of the search terms was lawsuit. That cost the client $500 for various lawsuit search yeah. terms. So right when you see that, lawsuit should be a broad match negative, but they didn't take the initiative to and, do that. And, they, and the best part about it was that they said, oh, we should only do search terms once a month. We went to our corporate get together, right? Red flag guys, don't ever trust a corporate marketing agency, right? Because then leadership gets involved, right? And you're like, oh, oh, the VP of da, da, da. I'm like, well, guess what? You don't know anything either very clearly, right? And that they said, you should do it once a month. I said, I think you should do it three times a day because if the client's paying you that amount of money and they're not getting results, then shame on you, right? And I know that a lot of these agencies are spread thin, but this particular one example, they were not doing negative search terms and those negative search terms were so influential that I learned so much. I know, Ryan, you learned a lot about the intent of what keywords actually matter, right? And that when we were all said and done with it, the issue we ran into was that AdWords actually has a limit of how many negative search terms you can add, negative keywords, and we hit it at 25,000. And when we did that, the client got results and the other agency was like, wow, like, well, we don't know. We're not industry specific. I said, but why don't you want to ask more questions? Why do you assume that the limited amount of time and effort you put into something makes you an expert? 
Instead, you're a quack, 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 right? Because you don't know what you don't know, but you also do not have the initiative due to low dopamine metabolism to want to put in the work and effort to do what it takes. So not only did we do the search terms, we're like, okay, we didn't even really touch the campaign yet. Then I go down the rabbit hole a little bit more, and this was in June. Conversion tracking. Conversion tracking. So in 20, June 2020, 23, right, when Google Ad, uh, G, uh, Universal Analytics was being sunset, they had not migrated everything over to GA4. And they were kind of shocked of like, well, what does it matter? I said, you don't think that GA4 connected to AdWords has some impact on conversion tracking and in your data integrity, right? So we did that. But my favorite thing that they did, that is a true sign of a marketing quack, guys. And if you ever need help with this, feel free to hit us up. Um, we are here to do a free audit, a free discovery call, right? And, and we can expose this in probably 10, 15 minutes that they had told me that their HubSpot account for the client was integrated. The entire time they had been using this Unbound page for three years, they had had another previous client's HubSpot account integrated. Unbelievable, right? And what that means is that that client's data was being completely manipulated and has all these random things going into it where they're like, what the hell is going on, right? Because it was probably pulling in the contact information and everything. So these people are probably, you know, in some instance, getting notified of things that are not even in their ballpark. And they are like, why am I keep getting email from this random company? But the agency fought me on it and they wouldn't give me access to do my due diligence. And ultimately what ended up happening is I had to go through the source code using inspector and the console and look at it and identify their pixel ID and their hub ID and everything and said, you guys don't have anything integrated properly. And I have called you out on it for a year. You have told me I'm wrong. You have gaslighted me. Well, here's, here's the reality. Here's my pitchfork and I'm going to spear you in the heart right now. Okay. And that's what we did. And the client, when they saw it immediately dropped them, we, we spoke to the leadership of the other agency and they were just a joke. It was comical to me here. Guys, corporate politics and corporate structure in the startup world and digital marketing, it's based on results. And I have no limitations of what I will say that's unbiased. And it was shameful that the VP even tried to defend it when I said, well, you tell me why your team had the wrong HubSpot ID integrated for a year. Tell me why they don't have, they don't know to migrate G4. And I said, I blame you because it's a systematic issue. How do you not send out notifications to every one of your reps and managers or whatever to, to transition all your clients from UA to GA4? It doesn't take that long, right? But Daniel, they've won every award. They spoke at every conference. They must be legit. Yeah, they, they, they must be so good and make so much money taking advantage of people that they don't need people who get results to refer them because they have the meat grinder churning either way. They have people lined up on one end and spew it out on the other end, right? And don't forget that 30-day cancellation clause with your auto withdrawal, so they're gonna hit you for one more month even when you do cancel and you hate them, right? And they didn't do anything for that month. We did everything, right? It's all about the contracts. But but you know what's beautiful about it though, Ryan, right? And, and it, it really helped you know, give us definition of what is a quack and how does it sound when they quack, 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 right? Well, you know, what we came into to find was that when within 30 days of taking over this account where it was as good as it could be and that there was nothing more. They that had all the done. experts. Remember, they had all the experts, the, experts. the PPC experts yeah, working on the, it. All the experts who they had no idea what they're doing. Right. That the reality was we took the CPL from 289 to 75 dollars with better quality and packed out their sales pipeline with a smaller budget. 
And that is the difference between a marketing quack and an agency that isn't afraid to dive into the source code, afraid to go into the inspector. And I don't care what trainings they have or what college degree they have. If you can't open the inspector, you can't read the source code, you have no idea what you're doing in digital marketing. And in the age of AI, where we are going, you either adapt or I will take your clients, I will take your business, and I will do what's right for them. And that's what we've done historically with a lot of our clients who are handcuffed, right? I mean, um, you know, quacks are everywhere in every asset of society. We look at politics, we look at this and that. But in marketing, during the rise of Facebook and Instagram and AdWords since 2008, a lot of agencies and a lot of tools and platforms have emerged and they were just, they would win no matter what and got a ton of money, but they never actually did things right and learned how to do it because they got lucky enough that that, that was all that matters was the law of numbers and averages. Yeah. Well, Daniel, why aren't we marketing quacks? I mean, we're coming on to this podcast, calling other people out. What separates us? You know, I, I would say the number one thing just off the top of my head is we care. We actually care about results. We care about the clients we work with. And that's very evident compared to the bigger agencies that we saw our clients worked with in the past. They don't care. They set these long contracts. They don't check anything. They don't check Google ads for two months, as I found in the in the search history when I was looking through the search accounts. Uh, the number one thing that separates us from actual marketing quacks is we care. We legitimately care about results. And, and we believe in the beauty and science of data storytelling that if you were going to tell a client that they're healthy and they're good to go, well, where's the data dashboards and reporting to back that? And that what you will find is that almost every marketing agency, when they give you numbers, they show you what you want to hear and see, but they don't show you the full picture. And so with our previous client, we were mentioning that was the definition of a quack, okay? That they would show them, be like, look, this keyword generated 20 conversions, and the client's like, well, they're getting conversions. That's the best they could do. I said, well, guess what, guys? They're giving you conversions for other cancer clinic names. They're giving you conversions for other doctors, things that are completely irrelevant. And guess what? When you talk to the salespeople, that cradle-to-grave attribution of reporting is so vital here. You need to have the human input as part of it that the sales guys are saying, why do we keep getting phone calls of people looking for other doctors? Right? I'm like, because we're not excluding those keywords from the search terms and that no matter what you do with AdWords from the phrase variant perspective and even the exact the exact match, surprisingly, you will get all these keywords that are junk. And if you don't get rid of them and you start getting conversions on them, well, guess what? AdWords is going to show you more of those, right? Because they think that you're getting a conversion. And that's why there has to be a human element. But my background in engineering data analytics, right, is I believe that when you say that one plus one equals two, you should be able to write a proof, right? You should be able to show where that data came from. How did you get that data, right? And then ultimately help the client understand to interpret it in, in real time educate them, empower them so that they know what they're doing. And the reason I'm adamant about that is especially in times like today, where it's very difficult to get high quality leads with the economy and how things are shaping up, you're better off showing all your clients this and educating them on your approach that worked historically, that's not working now. So they don't ax you. So they don't want to get, you know, take knee jerk reactions with emotions. And that when they're empowered to see it, they actually trust you more because you're not hiding things from them. Versus if you're a quack and you don't know where the data is coming from and you have no real strategy and you've done nothing, well, you're just going to keep lying to them because you don't want to lose the money and you're also cornered as well financially. 
for sure. Uh, yeah, I can't wait to do an exclusive episode calling out Google Ads and Google in general on the on the quacks and little ticks and tricks that they pull on their clients and their advertisers. So I can't wait to do that episode. And guys, if you are new to who I am or listening to the show, I've ran Google Ads campaigns for probably six years working with People Magazine and managing multi-million dollar ad budgets. So I've seen every trick in the book that Google AdWords can pull on its advertisers. So I'm looking forward to doing something more on that. Yeah. Well, um, you know, I... I... I'm passionate about this stuff, guys, and I have a lot of experience to share of what it's like to actually never get lucky and to only find the goalposts moving in your life consistently, that no matter how good you are, how hard you work, right, everything has to come together. And the one thing I pride myself on is no matter how financially tight I've been, borderline bankruptcy, feeling like the world's collapsing, I've never tried to take advantage of clients and lie to them and give guarantees that are not true to maintain that integrity. And I find that a lot of people will keep me around um, for the sole reason that they know that I am just that guy that if all 12 of you guys say yes, I'll say no, just to counter them, to show everybody that there should always be a different perspective. And when people want to cite the training or certifications that they did or the audiobooks or online courses, I say, cool, well, show me right now what you can do with a screen share and they always flop they always flop because no one is willing to do the hard work the due diligence and actually push themselves to try to do something that is going to move the needle to have a skill but instead rely on false promises to get people in the door and false awards and guys when you go behind the iron curtain of pr what i realized when i started doing this That'll be a whole dedicated episode too. And we talk about PR. Yeah, because if you go on quoted, there's even a whole section where you can go pitch awards, right? And, you know, I love quoted. I love PR, right? But it's like, you know, it's almost like you have to play the game a little bit and do some of that or else people don't trust you as much, surprisingly. But it's so crazy in society how people think, oh, we're so good. We can do anything. And they don't, they just flop when you actually say, well, let's see it, right? And that's why quacks are, are, I would say 90% of marketing agencies are complete quacks and that a lot of SaaS platforms are quacks and that there's all these tricks that you need to be aware of, of how they have, they manipulate you and um, education and awareness is everything when you're signing a contract guys. And that if they're forcing you into a contract, I would love to help you. Even if you don't want to hire us, I'll give you my 10 cents on that contract of why you should have red flags, especially if you have to transfer your domain, use their hosting, they don't let you have admin access to your website. It's all things to trap you because they rely on fear mongering, high pressure sales and lying to you to pay their bills and make their livelihood with no regard to you and your family, your employees, families and everything else that keeps me up at night when I'm worried about my clients in this economy. For sure. Yeah. So if you're a client or, you know, a business listening in and you're, you're questioning, you're starting to question your marketing agency as budgets get tighter and the economy starts to get worse around us, uh, reach out to us. I mean, listen to the show, reach out to Daniel Lynch, reach out to myself, Ryan Dozer. We're on LinkedIn. We're all over the internet. Um, start to ask questions. You know, that's step one. If something doesn't seem right, or you see, you know, data that they're manipulating in some way, start to ask the question, is this right? Am I actually getting conversions? Does my CRM reflect what your data is showing me? That's step one, guys, is you need to start asking those questions to your marketing agency. And the number one thing is ROI. 
Are you getting a return for what you're paying someone? You would be surprised how many people we talk to that cannot calculate if their ROI is positive or not. So the blind leading the blind, they're trying to listen to their marketing agency and just hope that their ROI is positive because their marketing agency said so. So I'm looking forward to diving in more into future episodes. And if anybody wants to know a solution for this, right? Um, I'd like to announce our new platform we're offering at Empathy First Media. And we'll do a dedicated episode of this, but it's called Revenge of the Nerds, right? And what it is, is that if you are stuck in a contract with an agency and you are spending a ton of money, I usually would say at least 10,000 and up kind of makes sense, right? It could be a little lower. We're, we're open to do it, right? And our fee would be minimal compared to that, right? But the reality of what I would like to do is I want to be a resource and an arm for businesses and business owners to lean on that you can hire Empathy First Media, myself, Ryan, our team to manage the other marketing agency. And the reality is, is that I tell clients there's two ways this will benefit you, right? One of two, two options. We're either going to hold them to the fire of what they say they're going to do and audit their work and make sure that they actually do what they need to, where you, as the business owner, you have no way to know what's being done properly or not. And it's too much work. You're too busy. You're too stressed, right? But we could go in there in a couple minutes, an hour, two hours and audit their work and let you know if they're full of shit. And so the reality is, is that if we're hired to help manage another agency, what I found is that we'll either push the other agency to do more work and put the pressure and stress on them and call them out, expose them, build our own dashboards, get access to all your legally owned digital assets that you should have 100% ownership of. And we will build you a full transparent dashboard and they're either going to step up or we're going to strangle them to the point where they want to cancel the contract and we're going to expose them to what they're not doing where you have legal right to counter sue them and cancel that contract and get damages for misrepresentation and not doing what you said. Because the reality here is at $10,000 a month, if you're not doing your job, that is, that's like a felony theft. I mean, if you walk out of a store target with $10,000, you're going to go to jail, right? I mean, you're going to get busted instantly, right? So yeah. And it, again, Daniel, it goes back to, you don't know what you don't know. A lot of these big companies that make a ton of money, especially in older industries, you know, whether it's steel manufacturing, roofing, some of these older industries where older individuals are calling the shots, they don't know much about digital marketing. So they trust this big agency. That's won XYZ award has spoken at all these different conferences. They trust what they're saying. And so they're just throwing money away. Um, but that's all for the first episode, guys. Again, just Thank you for tuning in. Uh, this is the Marketing Quacks podcast with Ryan Dozer and Daniel Lynch. We're excited for future episodes to bring on members of the Empathy First media team and other potential guests as well. So stay tuned for the next episode. Yes, great chat with you guys.